Hi, Sasha. We're back. We're back with another episode of Free Period. We're, we're back. Oh, we're back. We have such a good guest today. I don't think anyone's ready. I don't think anyone's ready. Because we are so excited. She is a media personality, a humanitarian. Please welcome Ashley Marie Preston. <laughs> Ashley, thank you so much for being on we Free are, Period. We need to describe what Ashley is wearing right now. <laughs> Ashley is in a trucker hat, yes, a la 2003, with spray-painted pink Ashley on it. And can I just add that you spell your name like the cool way? Yes. Like A-S-H-L-E-E, which is like, that's the cool girl. That is the cool way. That's the cool girl way. <laughs> yes. So funny story about this hat, actually. So recently, um, Camila Cabello threw a 25th birthday party. And the theme was 2000, early 2000s. I think that was her version of like the 90s or the 80s. Like, you know how you do like decades. Um, but the cutest, most adorable thing is that what most of the people at that party didn't realize was that this is actually second wave airbrush moment. Yeah. The first one was the actual 90s. And the only people old enough at that party to know that was probably like me, Paris Hilton, Usher, and maybe the DJ. And maybe the, the DJ. The still out on the DJ. But I think that that's so hilarious. So this is me channeling my inner, uh, my inner cool kid that I wasn't at the time that this was popping. So we appreciate it. We appreciate you. You are committing to the free <laughs> no. period manifesto. This of... is therapy by the yes. way. So we're going to go yes. time travel back to when Camila Cabello thought was the eighties. Yeah. Who were you in seventh grade? Were you popular? Were you weird? Just tell us everything. Oh my God, seventh grade, seventh grade. I first want to preemptively apologize to my team and my parents because I'm on like one hour of sleep. And so I'm probably going to tell truths in such a way that it may have <laughs> fall out later. Oh, but um, yes. seventh grade was actually an interesting time. So seventh grade was actually when I discovered porn on a floppy disk. On a floppy disk. <gasps> on a oh, floppy disk. disk. Oh, the only is, way porn yes. should ever be discovered. Yes. So for those of you wondering, like, floppy disk, what is that? I am an elder millennial with a Gen Z glow. So I was actually alive and up and running when the internet started to become a thing. Or even before the internet, we used to play Oregon Trail on floppy disk. And oh. I loved Oregon yes. Trail. I never survived. I died immediately. Yes, I always died of dysentery, cholera, measles, a snail bite, a broken arm. I drowned. I got crushed by an ox, like all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, and so <laughs> this was before everyone had computers in their home, even like in school. Like, do you remember when computer labs were a thing? Oh, yeah. Yes. My favorite class. My favorite Pic class. Yes. What, was the, what was the art thing? Was it pixel art? Pixar? Yes. Pixar. Oh, Pixar yes. was like pre-Facetune. Pixar oh, was the Facetune of the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so basically, I went to my friend's house and he had a computer and that was a rare thing at that time to actually have a computer in your home. Um, and so we were going to play Oregon Trail. And I think at that time, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And so I was oh, going through the... You were speaking my yes, language. Yes, like Budapest. She was always in some of the most exotic like places like Budapest. And, you know, I was just waiting for her to make her way to San Tropez, but it never happened. But... Where in the world? <laughs> she never, got, she never there. got there. Uh She got busted before she made it to San Tropez. <laughs> so basically, I went to, um we'll call him Kyle. Um And so I was at Kyle's house. Okay. Yes. His parents wasn't uh, home. And so we're going through the disc, and I wanted to play the games. And then I put in this disc that was unmarked. And so I'm figuring, like, you know, oh, this will be some kind of fun, you know, uh, you know, like that snake game, or like it'll be something. There were definitely snakes, not the ones that I anticipated. Um, and it was one of the weirdest things because this were, it wasn't like uh, porn in terms of video. It was actually picture. And so it took a while to download. 
So you saw like the face and oh, then yes. the chest and then the inch by inch. And then it slowly came up and then you were just like, whoa. And we laughed. Like I literally cried for hours. Like I, I died of laughter and dysentery all in the same hour. Like I literally <laughs> did not know what to do. And it was a joke that actually carried over into the classroom. So when we got back to school, we were telling everybody it was a joke. Instead of saying floppy disks, we would then start saying floppy dicks. And so one day, I oh. I thought it would be funny to see. I was always a double agent. So I was the teacher's pet and the class clown at the same time. That's like very peak Gemini. So like I knew how to like work the system. And so when I didn't know, I thought that my teacher wasn't there. And so as everybody came in, I mimicked her and, and was like, raise your hand if you still need floppy dicks raise your hand and she was actually in the supply closet and so she came out and sent me to the office with the referral and so the class is laughing everybody's like oh. hee hee ha ha and for those who don't know a referral was this equivalent of a ticket that a the police officer would give you but you would have to instead of going to court you would go to the principal's office immediately and they would usually call your parents and so i went to the office and it was all fun and games like i'm i'm like strutting out the class and then the closer i got to the principal's office i could feel like my heart was about to fall out of my ass like i knew that i was in trouble and so i had to think quick on my feet and so i started crying and i blamed it on my speech impediment because I had a really bad stutter during Stop. that time. And so I kind of conjured up this accent that was something in between Mike Tyson and Cindy Brady. And I was just like, I didn't say floppy dicks. I said floppy dicks. And, 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 I, and, I, and she let me off. And so it's no surprise that later I ended oh. up going into PR and marketing and crisis management, of course. That should have been the foreshadow. This is genius. Genius. This oh my like, we were both goody two shoes in in school. Like I I was terrified of being bad in school. Yes. Like I needed to get because I was afraid that my parents were gonna find out that I was doing bad things. Mm -hmm. So if I had good grades, I could just if I got caught, I'd be like, but my grades are great. So <laughs> I've been doing crazy Holy. things, but my grades are fine. Like I'm still gonna be okay. I'm thrive. I was so I had the opposite where I was obsessed with being seen as rebellious, but I was so terrified of rebelling. So I've said this before, but I would come to school, I would come to class wearing uh, sunglasses, and every time the teacher made some like interesting comment, I would be like, oh, whoa. <laughs> pretending I was high because I wanted everyone in my class to think that I was high and then I would wear like <laughs> one time I mean, I've told the story before but I took Robitussin for a cough and I came to school and was like tripping and kept like pulling students aside being like yo oh, this is crazy I was desperate to be seen as a bad girl but I was so terrified of doing anything remotely bad so it was sort of like Maybe that's Taurus behavior. I don't know. It's like I, it was a costume I tried on. It wasn't working. Was that the only time you got sent to the principal's office? Did you learn your lesson after that or was that it? Um, I definitely did not learn my lesson. I later found different ways of, you know, getting into trouble. And I think what a lot of it was at that time was I didn't have the words to describe trans identity in the middle of Louisville, Kentucky in the mid 90s. So I wasn't even an urbanite, like, you know, an urban girl, like I was literally in Kentucky. And so I was always just searching to like reinvent myself, you know, and so just to try to be so I couldn't, everyone was always like, Oh, my God, you're so smart. And you're like, so in fact, people would say things like, you should be a therapist or like a pastor. Like you should be like a preacher. And I was also a rebel. And so I was like, no, like I don't, don't put me in that box. I want to be like bad. Yeah. Like who was that? Christina Aguilera. Like I want to be. I want to be bad. No, no, no. That was one of the. Yeah. Oh, Jinx. Was it? Who was it? Who was that? No, that was. Oh my God! What I wanna be back. Make that look so good. Yes. Oh my God! I have to, I have to get my mind. 
never thought I would. That was exactly oh, it. And so, so wait, I need to I'm not. Up. I want to be bad. Willa Ford. Willa, Willa Ford. Ford. Oh Willa my gosh. Yes. Shout out. Yes. 2001. Out that was definitely Willa so Ford. That was, so you wanted to be bad. So that was seventh grade for me pretty much was just kind of in this place where, and then also around that time, I was really big, you know, mind you, this was, this was like Kentucky in 1996-ish. And so diet culture was huge. Like we didn't, we had zero woke, but a ton of diet Coke. And it usually paired lovely with a, <laughs> a wedge of lime and a dose of Dexatrim. So at 12 years old, I'm literally... Up at 3 a.m., tweaking on Dexatrim and Diet Coke in the floor with my thigh master making paper mache at like 3 a.m. And my mother thinks there's a burglar in the house. And so she comes and she hears and she like comes around the corner in a baseball bat. And then there I am in the floor with my Suzanne Summer thigh master making paper mache, eyes bigger than quarters. And she was like, we're going to discuss this in the morning. Put this up. <laughs> My hands are covered. I mean, that was, oh. I was giving you every bit of Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore, like very ghost, like where they're like making the clay thing and they were just like having a moment, but I was just there all uh-huh. by myself. So I was that weird kid that was creative, but I had no outlet. And so between like diet culture and trying to reinvent myself and just trying to just like, I think I was just too big for Kentucky. Like my, my. So you grew up in Kentucky. Yeah. So Kentucky was. When did you move here? So. Yeah. Like when was it? When did you make like the great escape out? Yeah. So I actually ended up moving to California at 19 years old. So like after I graduated. Um, And this is really embarrassing. But the thing that prompted me to want to move here was the OC. Because I remember calling. <gasps> One of my best friends at that time, and we would, this is like, again, these are the landline days, so we would literally, like, you couldn't even use oh, the yeah. internet even without, you know, someone being like, hey, like, I need the phone, like, or if they picked up the phone and, and try to dial. Also, like, can we just talk about, can we just talk about the, what, what having a private landline meant to, like, when someone in the grade had, had a private landline? <laughs> That was that was like okay. You were a star. You're a star. If you if you had your own landline, you were a star. Yeah. Like I don't even know. I didn't know anyone that had their own. No, landline. I definitely. That was, that's I, like that was like only in like Disney Channel movies. No. Yeah. I no, did. and the fuzzy phones. Like the girls who had the landlines were the girls with the fuzzy blue phones oh or the God. fuzzy pink phones or the see-through like phones. Kind of, Clarissa explains it all. Oh, like Clarissa that era. explains it's it all. Sad. <laughs> The closest thing I had to anything like that was a pager that didn't work. And I remember this like big pager that was literally like, it was the, the, the size of maybe like the smallest DVD player almost now, but like it, in fact, they even do DVDs. No, it's like blue or, or like this. Yeah. Anyway. So I ended up watching the OC and I was just like, Oh my God. Like there was just something like about, coastal life and orange county drama and then like i related to ryan but then at that time i felt like i had more of a crush on like seth and so like like seth like that like big curly hair and those like innocent eyes and those i was like he is like all of my friends were like oh my god ryan is so hot and i was like i mean yeah you know ryan's like whatever but seth I was never a Ryan girl. No. I was never you a Ryan girl. Never, I was ever. always Seth. Me too. Because he was funny. He Ryan was, wasn't funny. Yeah. Also, like two, we're like two Jewish gals, yeah. and we were saying, and I think in the in first podcast, yeah. we were saying like he was our mecca. Like he was yeah. our Jewish. Like he was who I thought I was gonna get. I I I was like I'm gonna get married to him. Same. I need to like get. I need to be like a little bit older. But when he meets me, also it's gonna be over. Talk like, about like he had a lisp. He had this like this like yes. he, he tw- talked really fast and had this like li- it was a lisp, right? Yeah. Which like which. Who, who doesn't love a list? Yeah, it was I it was it. cute. He was so. I was in. I'm so happy you're a Seth girl. Yes, yes, definitely Seth. Seth girls for life. Uh, and then not only that, even I remember when I used to get like so mad because like he ended up with like Summer, which later we began to see the different layers of Summer and her personality. But it was kind of like <laughs> I feel like that was so realistic that I feel like Summer girls definitely need a Seth because like. 
the Ryan and Summer pairing, like that kind of thing. Even like the Misha, you know, Barton's character, like, like it, it just kind of like, I don't know. Even like Misha Barton, I remember like collarbone. Like all I remember is like collarbone. Like she had these like pronounced yep. collarbones. And so I remember thinking like, ooh, how do I, again, this is like, the you know how they have like uh that like there was a movie called the summer of sam this is the summer of suzanne so like again all the fitness products all of the how do i get smaller how do i make my collarbone pop out how do i you know and she just always like i was like did they train her to do that or does she like have to like stand a certain way or she just always had like everlasting collarbone and so um if that's what oh, called. I know. Have you actually rewatched the OC recently? No. Have you have you re, have you seen the first? Okay, it's crazy because <laughs> I rewatched it during the pandemic because it was my show. Like yeah. that was my show Same. that I would watch. Ev- like the I think it was the first show that I was like I tuned in every week. It was like that, and then the first season of American Idol. Like those are my me two too. exactly exactly. Yeah, exactly. First season of American Idol I watched every single week, and the OC I watched every single week. And during the pandemic, I think it's on Netflix or Hulu. Like, you can binge watch the whole season. And I didn't realize that the first season, they put Marissa through so much. Oh, my God. I have to She goes through so (laughs) much. Like, I didn't remember. Like, I I remember when she, I mean, sorry, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the OC, I don't know where you've been. (laughs) But Marissa ends up dying but I remember being so upset because the whole thing was that she like wanted to leave. And I being like, I mean, I was like 13, 12 or 13 or 11 when the OC came out. Yeah. And I felt so betrayed by her. Like I was like you because we all heard the news like Misha Barton wants to go do other things like I didn't hear the news. Oh, that's what I mean. If I remember correctly. Sorry, Misha Barton. If you if you listen to free period. I could be speaking out of turn, but I think she wanted to go do other things. Wait, what news outlet are you? Like there were, there were celebrity blogs back oh, yeah, then. Yes, like, yes, fine, you know, fine. and I remember feeling so betrayed, but then rewatching the OC in the pandemic, I was like, of course she wanted to get out of there. Like they gave her like a drug overdose. Then she started dating a guy that was like a psychopath that wanted to shoot her. Sebastian's then, no, not Sebastian. Then she like she meets Ryan's brother who oh, like yes. puts her go like makes her go through all these hoops. And it's like all season one. I was like, this poor girl needed a break. <laughs> Yeah, I understand why she wanted to leave. No, no, we're talking about Summer's layers. What did Summer do? Oh, <laughs> Summer was fighting over Adam Brody. Yeah, like with the other. And it girl, was also the blonde like one. The mean girl with was, the heart oh. of gold. That was kind of like Samir. her vibe too. Was like, yes. yeah, she's you know underneath it all, like she's really trying to grow and evolve and like learn about herself and like that kind of thing, but. It was just really, 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 really interesting. And then it was this weird thing where, like, I was like, I thought Seth was hot, but then also, like, there, I was having a brief dad moment where, like, I was just like, mm, okay, mm. like, his, Sandy his dad, right, is actually handsome, too. So it was kind of like, you know, even, like, watching things, like, it was just this world. And so by the time I had graduated high school and had saved enough money and was just like, I was like, I'm going to California, even though I was probably closer to New York. I just intuitively, like, the Sex in the City bug never bit. So, like, I was just like, okay. Interesting. I'm going to go to California, far away from my family, far away from, you know, this Kentucky life. I'm going to be my own Ryan and kind of, like, cross the tracks and start over. And so, yeah, it was just weird. But being who I am now, like, it's really funny, like, hilarious. Because, first of all, some of the shows that I loved growing up, like I actually know these people now or like I'm connected to them in some way. So that's really strange. Like even like the other, um, not long ago, I started, I looked at and saw that uh, Larissa Olenek was following me, uh, The Secret World of Ali Mack or, or Alex Mack. And so I was just like, oh, my God. Right. Do you remember? That is a huge deal. Huge deal. That show where she can like live with. Wait, are you saying Alex Mack? Yeah. uh, The secret. Yeah, Alex Mack. Yeah, the secret world of Alex Mack. Yeah. So like she could like liquefy and like go under doors and like do all kinds of stuff. Like there, 
Oh, I think yeah. the story was like she got hit by a truck or she almost got hit by a truck and then all of this like chemical spilled on her. And yes. then all of a sudden she had like superpowers and she was just, but then like they were like looking for her to do experiments on her, the government. And so she was like dodging the government and learning her superpowers and like solving cases all while trying to finish like her. Like, so many layers. <laughs> Yeah, and this is a children's show. Yes. Of course. And this is a children's show. By the way, and she, we watched every week. She also was in 10 Things I Hate About You, playing right. the famous Bianca, yes. who says, I know you can be underwhelmed, and I know you can be overwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? Which I thought was a very valid question. That I feel like that question described, like, maybe, like, my, like, Right before high school graduation, I feel like I was just whelmed. Like, I felt like I tried so hard. <laughs> I tried to be cool. I tried to be the model student, which eventually didn't happen because I ended up having to do, like, an extra year. I was supposed to come out in 2002, but I came out oh, in really? 03. In fact, 40% of my class, 40, came out <laughs> the following year. So I don't know what we were on, oh, but, really? like... Yeah, that was a thing. And so... You were on Alex Mack. Yeah, I was just... I was just... And so that was really, like, the thing. Like, it was... And this was also, like, the Abercrombie era. So this was... Oh, yeah. Oh, we've... Very much, like, the, the, the pressure was on. And so, like, eventually... And then especially being, like, Black in a suburb... And so, like, I was hanging with Abercrombie kids who listened to Lil Wayne, and, like, like it was just, like, a, a very weird time. And so, <laughs> it was a very strange time. And so, this was, like, the time. Was that what the cool kids were wearing? Like, because we talk about this, like, the cool kids in, in my middle school all wore Abercrombie. Like, yes. that, if you were a cool kid, you wore Abercrombie. But I could never wear Abercrombie because my parents weren't paying it for it. Yeah. If you couldn't do Abercrombie, some people were doing Aeropostale, but it was kind of like the Abercrombie for right. the more um, fiscally responsible <laughs> families are the ones who were like, it was Aeropostale. And so it was, and then the worst was that I could, I was barely fitting into Abercrombie's largest size at that time because like I was on these like antidepressants because like by that time there were so many different things going on and I ended up on like you know uh, medication and it was really trippy because like also by that time your body's doing different things I had kind of come out of the eating disorder phase oh, yeah. so I, I said you know, mm. goodbye to Suzanne Summers, hello to carbs. And so it was just really like an interesting time. Um, but that being said, it was just, I, I feel like, my gosh, I, seventh grade through high school even, it was just really interesting because I think it was a lot of trying on different identities. And I think it was not having yeah. enough possibility models in Kentucky that made me feel uh, that inspired me. And so I turned to TV shows. I turned to movies. I turned to music. I turned to like, my life was a soundtrack. That was, I listened to like a lot of Green Day, Sum 41, System of a Down, like, uh, like oh just uh, Blink 182. Like if I, I don't know if I said that, um, just uh, My Chemical Romance, like just so many, I was just like, it was interesting. Like I was Abercrombie. Were you watching MTV at the time? Yes. TRL. You TRL? That was like the, the peak TRL. Ugh, yes. What a we were. What a time. So we would actually take the VHS tapes and we would take paper and plug it in the top holes. And then you could record over whatever VHS it was. And we also did that with cassettes. So. Oh. Right. We had our own personal collection, and this is pre-Napster and, like, pre, like, you could download movies and videos. Even that, remember, like, it would take a oh, day. Yeah. It would take, like, a day, like, half of a course. day to a oh, day. Oh, yeah, it'd be, like, it would take multiple days sometimes. <laughs> For a movie, it would literally be, like, 365 mm -hmm. days. You're like, okay, I'm just going to keep my computer plugged in <laughs> for a year while this downloads. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
my best friend in eighth grade had downloaded, this is horrible to say, and I know, you know, you're probably friends with her, but my um, best friend had downloaded the Paris Hilton sex Uh tape on Kazaa. Kazaa. And she, it had taken, it was like four days. She called me when it was starting. She called me the second it finished downloading and she was like, come over right now. And I, you know, my, (laughs) my parents, I was like, I'm going to go to Lucy's house Lucy um, let's call her Lucy um I'm gonna go to Lucy's house we're just gonna like hang out like do like spa day haha <laughs> like masks and then they dropped me off of course they knew Lucy was a safe friend uh they were not aware of Kaza. they were not aware of the sex tape she had the sex tape ready to go she made sure her parents were like downstairs we walked up the stairs I felt like I was gonna vomit on my way up because I knew it was so bad what that was like your doing? eight I mile moment sure if I was ready to see <laughs> that was your Eminem eight <laughs> mile moment where you were like palms were sweaty <laughs> like hoodie hoodie sweaty like each step felt like the tallest step I could possibly like, wearing boots like uh, dra- <laughs> dragging in mud I mean truly I was taking my time up those stairs because I wasn't ready but I wanted to be cool and I wanted to be mature so we sat down it was her sister's computer and we sat down I was co-pilot she was pilot uh she drove the ship and she pressed play and we watched it and our mouths were just like again we were shocked by the footage um I'd never seen porn in my life I'd never seen any anything I had seen uh Itu Mama Tambien which I was obsessed with oh so you're you're like a like a it's it's uh intellectual porn yep it was intellectual uh I saw that um saw that with foreign my parents porn saw it with my parents you saw it with your parents yes I did we were not aware that there was going to be so much sex it was so uncomfortable um saw with my parents I think that knew that by heart like loved Itu Mama Tambien I think that was the shocker for me. Like, I actually did see part of that. And I remember just thinking, like, for me, it was about emulating, like, the art of attraction because I just felt like Paris was always art. And so even, like, Paris was my alter ego, even when I would catfish on AOL. I just have to name, first of all, that (gasps) I literally crawled so that catfish could run. So this is like pre-profile pictures. <laughs> I need to hear everything about this. Tell us everything. So this is dial-up dating for those who are wondering what AOL is and like what this was like the early social network. So we had these like chats. It was just one big ass chat. And then you would just see ASL, ASL. So like that was age, sex, location. And so you could actually cat frit, uh, catfish through text initially so you could just say so at that time i was like you know like you know 15 maybe 14 actually like 14 15 and uh so at that time i hadn't transitioned so it was m still so it would have been technically like 14 m kentucky so that's the format just to, to give people like an idea of who they're talking to but really but but i would write 19 or 20 because like 20 was like 40 in my mind so like it's like they won't know i'm underage Uh, totally if i say 19 (laughs) or 20 like i knew not to get too greedy but like i also knew that in my mind 20 was enough to like be out of high school have a whole high school college which looking back i'm just like yeah no um and so i would i would be (laughs) like and just to make sure that i really sold it so i would put something like you know 19 female, um, uh, California, you know what I mean? Even though I was in Kentucky. And so, and then my avatar, so avatars were again, like, I know they're trying to bring them back, especially like in the NFT era, they're trying to like make it a thing, but we would basically, no one ever looked like their avatar. Like not never, like not unless you were someone who literally worked at Abercrombie and Fitch. And so you had that spiky hair or that like whatever was on the frosted tips or whatever. Oh, yeah. Nobody really looked like that. And so like I was a whole different race, a whole different age, a whole different at the time. Like I hadn't transitioned. And so I remember my catfish, you know, hustle got threatened when people would want to have a phone conversation and usually what would save me is I could say long distance and we weren't doing long distance and that wasn't free like literally 
long distance will cost you a quarter of your college tuition. Like literally people were just not doing. Oh yeah. It was so expensive. (laughs) And so I remember Paris again, I remember just thinking like, okay, I'm going to just kind of go with it. Like at that time, the mysterious, this is also like the Jennifer Love Hewitt era. So kind of like the mysterious girl with the big eyes comes to the party, you know, can't hardly wait kind of you know what I mean so like everyone stops yes everyone yes. stops everyone looks at yes. her my dream and so never she happened never really but, says yeah, much, but she just kind of like tilts her head and always has like the Pantene perfect hair and so I was trying to like commodify that but through the phone so like it was like in my head it was the Jennifer Love Hewitt vibe but the Paris kind of like casual like yeah, so, haha, like, you know, kind of just like, yes! yeah, that's hot. That's good. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's really hot, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to college up here, but I'm not sure if I want to, you know, stay. Like, my parents really are being hardcore about me. Like, blah, you know what I mean? And so, but then all of a yeah, sudden, yeah. totally, my catfishing career ended when they started being able to do attachments through the AIM, which is the instant messenger. That was what destroyed me because then I would have that. But then quick on my feet, I started getting other people's pictures. And so where I made the mistake was one time I used a stock photo and the person had seen that photo. (laughs) It said like Alamy at the bottom. Did it have a watermark? It had a watermark. Did it have a watermark? I don't remember if it had a watermark, but what would happen is that we really should have held a national catfishing conference so that we could all get on the same page about what images we would use and what. So you had this like collective group of catfish, this school, we were a school of catfish that would basically take the same photo. So you had this girl who was floating around uh, uh, Instant Messenger, America Online, but I don't even know who this girl really was, but, like, she was everyone's. And so people would eventually figure it out, like, this isn't you, because, like, I've seen this girl, and she was three years older, and she lived in New Mexico. So which one is it? Like, which... And it just... It just... It got to the point where it just wasn't worth the hassle um, but definitely, right. That was like the wild, wild west of the digital age is when you could actually catfish through text. Like you didn't even have to like. There was no FaceTime. There was no any of that. Did you ever start a relationship with someone? Of course. At, like, and and it go a long time. Of course. And that was oh so God. heartbreaking. That was actually my first heartbreak. Actually, <laughs> was because I actually oh. it was just supposed to be a pastime it was supposed to be something fun but then I actually ended up liking the person and then they ended up liking me and then it was just kind of like they were just like yeah like when are we, are we going to see each other and in fact like I'm actually like going to be like in town and, and it was like there was so much anxiety because it was almost like you knew that it was eventually going to come to an end and it was going to come like crumbling but you just kind of like again it was my escape like it was like my real life at school totally and you were so young you were like so young yeah I mean did you cyber do you remember cybering oh my god cybering cybering Cybering. do you not know what is do you not know what cybering what is cybering oh can I just yes go ahead cybering is cyber sex oh but you'd call it like you'd be like one a cyber and I was the queen of the cyber. What? Oh, I feel like I it was did. where it was my where I escaped to. I was like, I can be a little perv and act like I'm way more experienced. And I would cyber with people and they'd ask me what the furthest I've gone is. And I would lie because I hadn't done anything. Right. So I could be this kind of very experienced, mature teen. And I mean, this is so sick, but I was cybering with like so many guys and then you'd see them at the dance and we wouldn't even make eye contact. Yeah. Oh, like you knew who you were. No, we knew each other. And then I remember, I mean, this is also like, sorry, mom and dad. I remember someone asked me, um, 
what how long my orgasms were and I didn't know what the right answer was so I said five minutes and I think I truly ruined this person's life <laughs> because for the rest of time I feel like this person would be like I can never get her to have a five-minute you know, orgasm. Sasha orga- had a five-minute, like, it feels like this is a few seconds, but, but this is... Totally. But Sasha goes five sniper. minutes. That seems like that should be, like, a Gatorade commercial for OnlyFans or something. Like, if that could actually happen, like, that's like a Gatorade plug. Like, could you imagine the level of dehydration <laughs> and, like... Completely. <laughs> I'm now... I can't believe I didn't I, know what cyber but I think Cybering. the most interesting thing about even like so a little bit post cyber was doing nudes via disposable camera like polaroid i remember trying to actually this is we weren't see this i don't know if you were looking for disney that's about three doors down like we were advanced so like we were doing things that like i don't know that's why it's so funny to even see some of these like people I feel every generation is like, oh, my God, the kids these days, the youth these days. And it's like, are we really going to play that game and gaslight and act like we weren't out here? Yeah, no, we all, everyone (laughs) did something bad. Everyone did something bad. Even at some point, I remember one time catfishing somebody and then telling them the truth, even the fact that I was underage and they were still okay with it. And this is like pre-Chris oh, Hansen, oh my goodness. the catch a predator, like, you know, tussling in the front yard. Like, this is like, <laughs> like, I, it was so weird to me. And now looking back, being 38 years old, and I'm like, oh my God, like, there are people who are my age almost who are too young for me. <laughs> and so, like, I'm just like, what <laughs> in the world? Like, what could you possibly see? It is crazy. Like, my parents technology is so crazy like my parents like I was lucky that I mean I feel like all of us are kind of lucky in the sense that like my parents didn't grow up with computers when computers were introduced into life they refused to learn they were like this is something that is so crazy I don't understand it like I would say AIM messenger and they would think that it was like a dish like it was some form of new food (laughs) that was coming out like they had no idea so I got away like I mean this I mean I didn't really do anything crazy but like I mean, going back to downloading things, I mean, I was, I mean, everyone was really scared of us going to jail for like downloading an Eminem song. Like, yeah. Yeah, like no, I thought that I was going to jail, but like, Same. I mean, we could have gone, we could have had our internet shut off and I would just had that blind, like yeah. courage to just do whatever on the internet. It felt like the wild, wild west. But also the internet was so incredible because the Eminem album could come out and you could go on, it was at lyrics.com or so it was a lyric oh, yeah. website. And what I would do is the second and I got an album and I loved when it said explicit, I oh, yeah. would go online, <laughs> memorize the lyrics so that I could somehow woo a guy. Um, and so I would make it my job to go on, this lyric website that so the internet provided us with so with much so much it really did what was and that we're the fr- we are the first i think that we are the first the last generation that remembers what it was like before the internet yeah like, i remember not having the internet yeah and i remember getting the internet yeah, yeah. and being like what is this was tower records your your store Oh, we didn't have that. You didn't have Tower Records in Kentucky, so you just had, like, your local... Yeah, just, like, local. And the best that we got often was the internet. And I remember... um, I remember learning lyrics and then recording myself singing. Like, I would literally have, like, an actual... Oh, my God. Oh, do you remember? Or, like, you could, again, the Walkmans had, like, record buttons. or And so you could actually... Oh, take yeah. the cassette, put the paper in the top of the hole so that you could record over it. And I would just record in my own studio time. So you couldn't tell me that I wasn't like <laughs> America's Next Pop Star. <laughs> well, I, there was also a thing that you could, I mean, I don't know if they had it in Kentucky, but at the mall, you could go and there was like a karaoke station oh. that you could go in and like they had like a camera and they you had a microphone in this. It kind of looked like a photo booth, but it wasn't a photo booth. It was like a karaoke thing and you could yes. record yes. yourself yes. singing like, oops, I did it again. 
and I've never felt more like myself totally. in that in that booth. That was like my place where I was like, "This is who I am. I can be Britney Spears for three minutes yep. and twenty seconds." Yeah, and I and then you got a CD afterwards, and you could hear yours. I mean, it was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> do you remember the website where they would do animated parodies of each song? So, like, for instance, there was a show. So, <gasps> so like, prime example, Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. And then there, the, there was one I remember it was called I Want a Fat Babe. And so, like, they would actually, like, draw these, like, animations and, and like, redo the songs. But, like. What was it called? Like, Weird we Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, my God. We need to find this website. Weird Al. Oh, my God. I know. I'm blowing your mind. Okay, also, can I just say, I used to call, I, to this day, until you just said this, I thought it was Weird Al Yankovic. Like, I... Weird Al Yankovic? No, I would go Yankovic, but it's Yankovic. Wait, I'm actually, okay, now that we're bringing this up, I'm about to blow Sasha's mind right now. I've never told you this story before. Okay, tell me. And it's so embarrassing. I never thought that I would ever tell you this story. But now that we're here with mispronouncing names, I thought about this the other day. I did a I did a book report on your dad <gasps> when I was in sixth grade. No. And my dad is a foreigner. My dad's Bulgarian. He's not from here. And my dad would always pronounce your na- last name Spielberg. Spiel- with no, fair. S- That's fair. With S-H. Okay. But I did a whole book report on Sasha's dad, no. Steven Spielberg, which it's Spielberg. It's not Spielberg. And I had to, it was an oral report. And I went up and I was like, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> and I kept on saying, like, because there's also a word like the spiel. Like, and, spiel. I, and I, I kept on saying Spielberg and oh. everyone started laughing. No. And my teacher had to stop me and say, it's Spielberg. It's no. not Spielberg. Oh, no. And I was so embarrassed. I never thought no. I'd ever tell you that. Can you? Do you? So, <laughs> so we're now... We're getting closer. That makes me remember every single time that I've been saying like a word for like, I'm talking one or two years. And then someone tells me that it's not that. And all of a sudden I instantly have a that's a raven moment, like a flashback to every time that I've ever said it. (laughs) And then nobody ever stopped me. And this is the shit that keeps me up at 3 a.m. Like literally having a flashback. What 100%. was it? Do you, can you name a word? Is there a word that you can name off the top of your head? Oh my god! Where this has um, happened? I remember saying guacamole. Uh, that was one. Like instead of like guacamole. Well, wait, I feel say like it again. Guacamole. I used to say um, guacamole, but I'm in LA, so people actually will pronounce it like guacamole, or like they'll say like I would say like, or I used to say jalapeno instead of jalapeno. Um, I would say things classic, like, classic, classic. I'm trying to think. There's there were a few things that I would pronounce. It's like your Versace moment. It's literally yeah. like it's what Versace. was that movie? What it was, was that movie? Um, um, dance. Uh, oh, I uh, not flash dance. Um, uh, not flash dance. Str- um, oh, it was showgirls. 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 Okay. By the way, another sexual awakening for me was showgirls. Uh, yeah, I use that to cyber all the time. I was like, <laughs> I gave a lap dance. Um, <laughs> What base? Have you heard like, of a lap dance? It's like what base have you been to? I'm like lap dance. Lap dance. <laughs> lap I dance go straight base. for lap dance. I don't think I've ever given a lap dance in my life. Maybe this is my new in my 30s. That's my move. That's <laughs> gonna be my move. Is just go straight for the lap dance. I would be so terrible at it. Please, if anyone's listening, don't ask me to do a lap oh, dance. Oh, let's ask oh, her. <laughs> that is so. No, the I one time in class in seventh grade. I uh, you know when you have to read a paragraph from a piece of literature and it goes, you go around the room and everyone takes a paragraph. Right. Did you have that? Yes, of course. So, and would you always look ahead? You'd count how many people were before yeah, you? Yeah, the anxiety. The I anxiety. would literally be sweating. Same. Anxiety. I hated speaking <laughs> Same. in front of people. I still do. Um, that's why we have a podcast. That's why we have a podcast. That's why we're doing this. This is great. <laughs> it's healing. Um, and I would always count the amount of people before me so that I'd count ahead to the paragraph that I would be reading. I'd rehearse it in my brain a billion mm-hmm. times. And it still wasn't foolproof because as I was reading it out loud, the word was misled and I read it as misled, which is classic. Which is the Yiddish version <laughs> of misled. Mizled. And I was like, he misled. I mean, full. And it was 
I was so embarrassed. And again, I have to repeat this. I went to school. It was all girls school. And, um, I, I, you know, it was nice not having, cause I was obsessed with, I was boy crazy. So I did feel very safe, but even at my school reading Meisled, like if you weren't smart, you were not cool at my school. Uh-huh. And when me coming in with like sunglasses being like, Oh, I'm going to show them what cool is. Like they were being smart was just the coolest thing. And I read it as Meisled and I was very embarrassed. I think about these things constantly at 3am. Schedule. That's, that's schedule. British. That's like English. That's schedule. Like, I feel like that's but that's, that's like English. the proper way to say it. I think. I think you were right on that. <laughs> right. One. I'm gonna give you that one. I think like now. I think it's like a British Ske- sh- schedule. 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 And I remember feeling so seen and validated when Nicole Kidman said it. And I think Moulin Rouge. And I was like, okay, so like I'm not too like you know, um, rather like Australian maybe. I, there's some somebody says schedule, but like at the time they were like no schedule. I can just see you watching Moulin Rouge and just feeling so validated. Like, You're like, and that one, I can check off my list. I will never have to think about that ever again. Yeah. But also, like, when you say something wrong and then someone finally corrects you, I question my friendships. Totally. I'm like, I question every one of my friends. It's food and teeth. It's I'm food like, and teeth. This is what you're here for. Like, yeah, same. It's food, food and the teeth. teeth. Like, tell us. Like, please tell me. I will not feel bad about it. Tell me that I have like a poppy seed in my tooth so I'm not talking to uh, like someone and Those then, were the... I have to look at myself I'm like I am questioning all of my relationships oh my god really? that was like most of my high school I feel like is this series of really traumatizing embarrassing moments and then feeling like why weren't I, I mean shit that was so traumatizing that it's like great now I'm gonna have to come back 20 years from now and fucking Romy and Michelle this shit just so I can like <laughs> yes. Remember Romeo yes. and Michelle's high school reunion? We all created post-its. Yeah. I think uh, what would be the We version, all created post-its. What would be today's version of the post-it? I think I would say I created It'd be like an app. I would create I created oh no 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 um whitening strips. That would be my version. Teeth whitening strips. Oh, I yeah. That's it. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> That's it. I sold whitening strips to Crest. Yes. Yeah. They came to me. I had the technology. I created and the red. I sold it to Crest. And that's why I can afford my life. And a helicopter into this graduation. Yeah, I'm helicoptering in. I'm doing a whole dance routine because I created Crest whitening strips. Thank you. And, and strips. Then, you did strips. 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 That would be the equivalent. They. I mean, I hope they never remake that movie because it's like a masterpiece. But I would love to see like what the updated version of Romeo. We should like do LED it. Guys, face. Us, like, us three, we're going to do it. Yeah, we should. And I think that that would be a cute one to remake. I think certain movies, you just need to respect the legacy. Like, Bring It On. I remember when they tried to remake Bring It On. Mm. So I actually remember the original. To this day, I remember the whole cheer in the opening. Oh, yeah. Me too. Ready? Yes. I'm sexy. I'm cute. I think I'm it's popular to boot. Mean, yes. Boot. I'm, I'm bitching. Great, great hair. hair. The boys all love to stare. I want it. I'm hot. I'm everything you're not. I'm perky. I'm cool. I dominate the school. Who am I? Just guess. Guys want to touch my chest. I'm rocking. I'm wild. And then you think I'm wild. I fly and I jump. You can look, but don't you hump. I major. I score. I swear I'm not a whore. We cheer and we lead. We act like we're on speed. Oh, I did the choreography. Oh, I just so everybody knows, I wish you could see. We are cheerleaders. Roll call. And I know the roll call, too. Oh, my God. I (laughs) wish everyone could see my face right now. That was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Stunning. (laughs) That was really good. That was... Uh, what an amazing movie that's something that's what I will say about us growing like what an amazing time for movies like 10 things I hate about you (sighs) bring it on never been kissed never been earlier I guess earlier but jawbreaker remember jawbreaker I thought you were just about to say jaws no and jaws no it's so crazy (laughs) there are teens in that they get it's eaten. crazy because like I'm actually friends with Gabrielle Union now, oh and Gabrielle God. Union literally looks the same. Oh yeah, as she did and bring it on. Like oh, I'm like, yeah. like, my goodness, how even that is so Clover's, Clover's. Clover. And then later, he's talking about- 
I begged my yes. parents to let me go. To take... fill our pit, but you look like shit because we were the ones that were down with it. Yes. And so like I didn't even know that they that was like uh that was like commentary on cultural appropriation at the time. But like I couldn't even spell culture, let alone understand <laughs> you know appropriation and like what they were trying to say in that moment. Uh, but I hate it. I remember just being like really mad at the Clovers. Like, let them live. Like, let them have something. Like, why are y'all so upset? Until like I became an adult, and I'm like, oh, I understand. Now. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Because no, we're it's team Clovers like, all the way. Team Clovers, we're team, team Clovers all the way. Because when they won, I remember being like, <laughs> yeah, I remember being. Oh my god, <laughs> Eliza Dushku, Eliza Dushku, are. Eliza. She was so I wanted to be Eliza Dushku so bad. She was just like I wanted to be again, Kirsten like, Dunst. She was like the female version of Ryan from the OC. Yep. Totally. I wanted to be yeah, Kirsten. Kirsten. I love Kirsten so much. I couldn't believe that she brushed her teeth in front of a guy. I that know. was like a big deal for me when she brushed her teeth. <laughs> I was like, I would, I could never. So I how long never. they do it? You're, I mean, yeah, they're doing, they're doing it. it. They're giving the you a whole five like minute toothbrushing. That is the correct way to brush your teeth. Yeah. I am like a boop. And then I, I know. I'm like, oh, they're really getting into all the crevasses. <laughs> like, wow. Dental hygiene. That, that was, was like, like, that felt like foreplay. Yeah, 100%. It was foreplay. I was like, insanely so much anxiety of like am I gonna ever have to brush my teeth in front of a guy like am I gonna have to do that because you look it's foaming at the mouth it's squirrel you can't make it sexy you can't really make that sexy and then when she covered her (laughs) mouth oh I will say when I actually did start brushing my teeth in front of a boyfriend I would cover my mouth and spit I would cover my mouth I would spit like she did because I was like, that's the dainty way. Because she's doing it like in a cute way. And I just wanted to be her. So I, I I stopped doing that, obviously, when I like got older. And I was like, now I don't care. It's my time in the bathroom. If you want to be here, fine. <laughs> but I would, when I was like cute and younger, I'd be like, tiny, tiny I know. spits with my, with my it's mouth a, covered. It's princess. It's <laughs> Oh, my God. That was a whole moment. Yeah, I wa- I rewatched it with I, I think it was Hayden Pantieri or Penny like I can't pronounce her. I think yeah. like she it was just it was just not the same. I like, didn't, I I didn't even watch it. For the new generation, just like with Mean Girls, they uh, tried to redo Mean Girls, and they? I was just like, they tried to redo the movie. I think there was a yeah two. There was a part two. Oh my god! And then they also tried to redo uh, Cruel Intentions. Okay, that that Cruel Intentions that's crazy. they redid that too. What? That is wild. No, we need new. We need new energy, but same genre. New energy, same genre. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Well, I mean, well, I know we're coming we up, up to an hour. To an hour. This flew by. This flew by. Ashley, thank you so <laughs> much for being the most incredible guest. We talked about so. We thank you for opening up <laughs> on free period. Thank you so much and we're the we, we need to have you back because i feel like we just scratched we just the surface scratched the surface we just got going there there's not enough like literally we didn't i literally had i feel like we didn't even get to like the ipod era um we'll get the, you have we'll to come back two. if you we'll, we'll do, do a part, part two. two if you'll have us if you'll, if have, you'll us. have us back in your life we have to do a part two Thank you. You are so, so much. incredible. You just, it's just been a joy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Free Period, a presentation of Cadence 13 and Odyssey Studio. New episodes every Tuesday. Bye. Bye.